does she know like, or does she actually not know because what she knows that she knows hasn't happened yet until she knows and when it does then she'll know on Mike and Anthony's Soda Pop Culture Club. Me along with my co-host, Tony, Tony, Tony. I'm blind, but I can still see. Take a look at popular franchise over the next few weeks. For this one, we're actually on the third and final one, it looks like. But uh, we're looking at probably the most mind-bending of all. It has that new sequel dropping here in December 22nd. So it's not we're the doing third and final. Well, the third and final of the prequels, I guess, or whatever this is. I don't know what this next one's going to be. The OG trilogy. uh, Yeah, this is The Matrix, obviously. And this is uh, Matrix Revolutions, the third movie, which, you know, when it, yeah, we'll get into that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, let's do that. It's it's not surprising. Let's put it this way, what's going on with this series, in my opinion, at all. So, go ahead and tell us what it's about. It's about The Matrix. That's... (laughs) Like, look at this. I get that. It's it's the third and supposedly at the time final installment to bring the war to an end one effing way or another. That's what Zion's going to fall or Neo's going to save us all. Right. He is either the one or he is going to go out like Neo Geo. Yeah. The you're talking about like the 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 the, yeah, the game system, right? Yeah. Sega. Going to go away like that. Sega. Or he is going to save everybody. All right. Okay, so let's get into this. Are you ready to see if you can guess some of the finer points of this one? Let's do that. All right. So these Matrix movies, as you know, they do not have small budgets. But what do you think this one was? I I really have no idea. Um... I don't remember what the last two were, honestly. But let's say I really He's don't. paying 100, attention. 100, 180 million. You're a little heavy. It's only 150 million. Okay. Um. So yeah. So yeah. Uh, but here's the thing. You know, the last movie and this one were shot back to back, like yeah. all at the same time to save money. Did they so, both come out in 2003? Yeah, they? they both came out in yeah. the same thing. And I have a feeling that's why, you know, the reloaded one, like there might have been a little bit of Matrix fatigue. They should have spaced it out a little bit. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Like they did with this one. Well, not that far, but definitely. <laughs> with the new one coming <laughs> up. Let's 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 give it a little about 18 year break. Let's let that breathe. Yeah. Let it marinate. What do you what do you think it grossed in the theaters though? How much money do you think it made? Uh let's see. Four hundred and seventy million. You're close. To me, you're close. Um that's you're within the same ballpark. Four twenty seven point three. Okay. So it you know, but when you but but let's put this into perspective. If you just listened to the episode that dropped on Monday, Home Alone, it yeah. made more money than this. And they only spent like what eighteen million. So, <laughs> if your yeah. goal is to make money, this was not a, a as successful when it comes to that. So, especially considering Home Alone was done what twenty three years prior. Oh yeah, yeah. In addition to the yeah, you're right. You know, yeah, it was thirteen. Oh, no, I'm sorry, thirteen years. Thirteen years prior. Thirteen years prior. Yeah. Years prior. <laughs> Math sucks. But still, yeah, he mad good, right? Yeah. Uh, so so um so knowing all this though the we're gonna go to rotten tomatoes and what do you think the critics thought of this matrix movie so i wonder if there's again fatigue with them too um at 71 percent. you're way over the mark 
Okay. 35%. Holy shit. Wow. Which I am not on that bandwagon. I'm just going to say, after watching all three and taking some time between doing it, right? I now appreciate the third one a lot more than I do the second one. Yeah. I'm just going to say that. Yeah. Um, Enough that I might have a surprise later. All right. Ooh. Um, I like surprises. uh, Audience. I'll give you a surprise. What do you think the audience thought of it, though? 67. You're close, 60%. So, you know, still like it, right? But not like you have the fans there. The fans are definitely there and a few more people. You got the white rabbits. All right. So let's go into some reviews. Um, The positive review, and I have both of them this time. The positive review. Good job, uh, buddy. Roger. (laughs) Yeah, I'm a professional. Uh, Roger. Usually, you know, it's funny is I used to have backups just in case I messed up. Like I used to have a backup, but I didn't. I haven't been doing that for a while. Jesus. So (laughs) need to go back to the old way. Uh, Roger Ebert of the Chicago Sun-Times. You may have heard of him. He's dead now. I've heard of him. I've heard of him. Um, (laughs) He says, in a basic and undeniable sense, this is a good movie. And fans who have earned their credit hours with the first two will want to see this one and graduate. So it's, you know, he's saying, yeah, you've earned the right to enjoy this and see the conclusion. And it's not a bad movie. That's what he's saying. Now, Nell Minow of the Movie Mom she says, please, someone, get me the blue pill. I want to forget that this ambitious and noteworthy series is ending so weakly. So she thought it was a very yeah. weak, weak ending. Weak sauce. So there weak you go. Sauce. All right. Then we got to remember, people, these are reviews I pulled from then, so they're really in the moment of what they saw. I yeah. think, like I said, the age is better than we thought. That's all I'm saying. So are you ready for this? Let's do it. All right, so this is how it starts. Neo and Bane lie unconscious in the medical bay of the ship Hammer. Inside the MC. Matrix, Neo's <laughs> MC Hammer. Neo is trapped in a subway station and named subway station named Mobile Avenue, a transition zone between the Matrix and the machine world. He meets a family of programs, including a girl named Satie. The father tells Neo. The subway is controlled by the train man, a program loyal to the Merovingian. When Neo tries to board a train with the family, the train man refuses and overpowers him. Yes. Now I want to, the ship hammer. I just want to say the real name of the ship. They have it on a thing is actually a Nordic word. And it's basically the name of Thor's hammer. So they just yeah. call it the hammer. Just I call it the MC anyway. and I call, you it, call it the MC. I call Satie Sadie. Cause she used to be my home. Sadie. Satie. I, I don't know. I, I call tell her. that bitch, please. So we pick up when they're in that coma. We, I mean, like this, they shot these movies back to back. Yeah. And so they had the they. It's like they shot one big movie. Really, if if they could put them together, you really do pick up right when they're in their little comas. Um, it's like it's really like Back to the Future two and three. Yeah, um, it is, but. But I don't know. I like those movies a little better. I'm saying you like them a little. You just get to keep going, though. Oh yeah, yeah. You get no wait. You just keep going. You get a binge. And and unlike Back to the Future, we're gonna get a fourth one. Yeah. (laughs) Never say never. So well, like I said, we pick up with the coma. But what I like is when they start talking about Zion and and you know the whole Zion thing. Now I feel it more than I did in the second one. The whole Zion situation. Uh, but we get the ticking clock. We're told how many hours it's going to be. It's like, what, 20 hours or some yeah. shit? And Zion, and they're going to break through and do this. What I love about this movie, but what I love more about this movie than any of the other ones that we've watched is it doesn't start off with balls to the wall action. It really doesn't. We really just start yeah. more gradually in, in the well, story. Well, it's because it's literally like they shot them both and it's, let's keep going now. Yeah, I, I kind of like that, though. I think that's what made this one feel different from the start, is that you were more into the story at that point, and the instead of watching bullets fly around and shit. It, that's fun, and it can be fun. Let's but, you down. know, there's a point. You got to tell some story. And which is funny that you say that they slow it down in this movie, but I have a feeling that the last movie felt like it was much longer, but had way more action. In, to it's me. it's kind of like, so... The, the second one, 
like the the transition it's going from okay we've got all the tiffany songs playing and everything this one starts out as okay we're gonna slow it down it's couple skate then we're <laughs> gonna bring it back up then we're gonna get some billy idol and some rock and robin to finish it off right now we're in couple skate though we're gonna slow it down <laughs> I guess if you want to look at it as a skating metaphor, that's that's interesting. I had never thought of that. That's what it is. Never never entered my mind when watching this. I can't believe it entered yours. The skating rink <laughs> is like the Matrix, because that's where you want to stay. Yeah. You don't want to go out to the real world. Oh, you, want, you get the, jacked. The, you get the jacked. Skating rink, the skating rink is the blue pill. Yeah, it is. I got some things for you, though, here. So Neo's in that that limbo, as I like to call it. I, basically, man. it... It seems more like a cache, like you get stuck in a computer's cache and yeah. you can't get out. Um, but what I wondered is, the are these programs like sentient to the point where they understand their own feelings and understand what they want? Like, because these are just machines, are they living machines? And and like you know, with Sati, it, it's kind of strange. Like they they want that matrix life. Do they understand that they don't like the world they live in as well? And they want to live in that ideal world that they created for humans. And they want the, like their little program, they want it to grow up to be an old program. Is that, is that what we're yeah. seeing in this? That's what I, is, am I understanding? They, they don't care. They, they don't care if it's a real stake or not. They just want their brain to think so. Well, you know what I mean? I'm talking about like the, the emotions of a family, like the father wanting to see his daughter, which seems to me like a baby program. And is it going to grow up to be a full program someday? And it's going to live in the matrix and it's going to live a full life. I mean, is this, but they're still just machines. That's what I don't understand. Like it's still just bits data, you know, it's not real, but what is real? It's learning to learn. The program teaches itself. I don't know. Maybe, maybe you're not the qualified person to ask that question. (laughs) Maybe, maybe I'm the question I'm asking is philosophical and you're not equipped with those tools. Oh, I'm equipped with a tool. Dumbass. Not a philosophical one. That's part of it being a mind fuck (laughs) because it leaves you questioning everything. And you, to this day, you still got still wonder that. Yeah. I think that's the thing with it though. It's you make up your own mind watching it. But you're still going to second guess it constantly. True. Constantly. Well, because it is this weird bridge of two worlds. All right. Are you ready to move on? Sure. Okay. Now, uh, Seraph uh, contacts Morpheus and Trinity on behalf of the Oracle, who informs them of Neo's uh, confinement. Seraph, Morpheus, and Trinity enter Club Hell, where they confront uh, Merovaginian and force him to release Neo. Merovagina. Uh, troubled by visions of Merovingian, Merovingian, Merovinginian. <laughs> I'm gonna say, Merovagina, a Merovagina. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is wrong was, movie. Yeah, yeah. His sister was in Austin Powers. Um, troubled by visions of the Machine City, Neo visits the Oracle, who reveals that Smith intends to destroy both the Matrix and the real world. She tells him that everything that has a beginning has an end. How profound is that? After Neo leaves, a large group of Smiths assimilate. Uh, Sadie or Satie or Sadie used to be my homeboy's lady and Sarah Satie Satie. The Oracle does not resist assimilation Sarah. and Smith gains her powers of pregnancy. <laughs> Precognition. 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 Uh, I, know. I know. People don't know like what word you're clowning on. You guys. <laughs> I know. I said it afterwards. Anywho. Um, so I don't know if this is if you I never knew this. The Oracle, was she recast on purpose or was her contract thing? Or was this supposed to be part of the story? Uh, well, that's a fact. You, okay. you want me to go into yeah, the Yeah, tell me that, that I want to know. Okay. Be just a moment. Because it's weird if there was any okay. issues because they shot I, it back to I've back. got it for you. All right, go ahead. I've got it for you. Gloria Foster, the actress who played the Oracle in the first and second movies, passed away while shooting the third film. Okay. She was replaced by actress Mary Alice and the change was added to the plot point. That so they say when the, when the thing rebooted, yeah, you know, she rebooted to something different, like a different version of herself. Okay. I didn't so know. It's that. actually interesting plot point, but yeah, Sarah, Seraph is kind of a badass. We get to see him do his thing. I kind of like that. 
Uh, we always wondered yeah. how good he is as a protector. If he's walking around with the Oracle, who can see it coming anyways? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I know. He could just be like, duck. Left hand, right hand. In five put minutes, your foot here, duck. But <laughs> just, you know, she should be just calling out hokey pokey instructions to him. Yeah, in five minutes, you're going to need yeah, to duck. She should just be like his puppeteer. So there you go. What's new in this that I think is interesting is the bad guys are now walking on the ceiling. Did yeah. you see that? Yeah. That's fucking Dance, new. Dancing on you the know. ceiling. Oh, what a feeling. Other than that, though, it was the usual fight shit, right? Yes. Like, don't, 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 don't. fight the, shit the, that, that nobody wins. You know. They just keep fighting. Yeah, because they're programs and you can't really kill them, can you? Like, that's what I've always wondered about. Like, it's like fighting the agents. You beat one and another one's just going to be there. It'll just revive. It, you can't beat it. You just can't. But... When I love what I what I do love, I love me a Mexican standoff. Yeah, and they have one in here. I love that every time. You know, every movie. It seems like every gun movie, any gun movie that comes out, eventually everybody's going to be pointing a gun at each other. Yeah, and they're going to have that standoff. And I always love that. Everybody just freezes. Make your move. Now, I do want to go. They the you know because they're they're there the mayor of Angie and they're trying to get Neo out of limbo. When they finally do get him out, does it feel like, does this movie have a feel or franchise have a Star Wars feel to it to you? Yeah, I said that before. Now, this movie, I think I get it harder because remember in Return of the Jedi how the whole there's a whole part of the movie where Luke isn't even around and then he shows up at the right time to help save the day. This has that feel like yeah. Neo's been absent, he's not been there, and all of a sudden he's reunited. You know, and he has his own purpose, kind of, you know, just like in all the in the Star Wars, he always had his own purpose to be there, you know, never always aligned with the rebels cause, you know, well, it helped him, but not, not always in line with it. Yeah. So, yeah, just yes. interesting how this it's, has that. It's kind of a Star Wars ripoff in a lot of ways. It can be, but it's Neo how learning can it not be? I mean, when force. you think about our generation. My generation and the one before it, we were so marked by Star Wars. I, mean, I bet it's hard oh, yeah. to keep it out of your sci-fi pop culture. I mean... Well, that, and it's not a bad idea to rip it off a little bit. Of course, people are going to like it. So. Yeah, if you're going to rip something off. Yeah, I mean, rip... <laughs> Might as well rip that rip off. Rip off the best-selling franchise of all time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Might not as well. That. No shame in that game. No shame in that game at all. Now, what did you think about the Smiths assimilating all the um, people like the Seraph and Satie, the Oracle, all that. It's getting very dirty. I think he just is getting inside everybody. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what the end game was, I guess. Is it to replicate everybody in the program? And then I don't know. It seems like, I don't know how, is that like a virus? Is that what he is? Is he a virus in that program? And it's hard for them to quarantine it. I guess what you would call it and get rid of it. Cause that's seems all this really is more like an STD. I think Smith has become herpes an STD. And you say this and he assimilated a kid. So just throwing it out. Yeah. There. It's gross. Getting all up inside everything. The, so Oracle, but the Oracle saw this coming and she knew it and she accepted it. Did she know the end because she saw how the end was going to be? I don't know because it's, Again, it's that mind fuck shit. It's like, does she know or like, does she actually not know? Because what she knows that she knows hasn't happened yet until she knows. And when it does, then she'll know. That what she did know, right. she knew. They don't know that she knows that they know she knows. She says, I don't even want to get into that. Because it's just confusing as hell. Although, the weirdest thing is when, when Smith goes up to her and they're talking about it, he goes, you would know, Mom. Like... That was his mother? You would know. But I know you know, so you would know. And that's half the battle. But but that's his mom? I thought the architect is the one who built him and yeah. what, did she build the programs or like I, I don't know. That's I guess if, if she's the mother, if he's the father, I guess. Yeah. This is like I said, we need Cliff's notes for this and we don't have them. <laughs> There's gotta be a computer. All right, are you ready for this? In the real world the crews of the Nebuchadnezzar and the Hammer find and reactivate Niobe's ship, the Logos. 
They interrogate Bane, who says that he has no reconcil- rec- reconciliation, recollection of the earlier massacre, as the captains plan their defense of Zion. Neo requests a ship to travel to Machine City. Uh, motivated by her, her encounter with the Oracle, Niobe offers him the Logos. Neo departs, accompanied by Trinity. Bane, who has stowed away on the Logos, takes Trinity hostage. Neo realizes that Bane has been assimilated by Smith, and a fight ensues. Bane burns Neo's eyes with the power cable, blinding him. Neo discovers that he can still see machine source code in the real world and uses his ability to kill Bane. Trinity pilots them to the machine city. So there you go. There you go. So this yeah. is where we get the captain, moving. Captain needs to just stop. He sucks. We need all Which the one, ships. the hammer? He needs all the ships. He can't risk one. It's not oh, worth you- it. All that shit. I get it. You know, military people, they look at resources and say what I need to fight the battle that's in front of me. Right. They can't think in hypotheticals and and magical thinking like Neo. It's just seriously, though, you keep all your one extra ship. You're still going to die. It just may be 30 seconds later. Yeah, because those ships weren't going to do much. I mean, their EMPs were powerful. If they were in there, but it knocks everything out. Right. And they have no chance. He should just know that. Yeah. You think he pretty much does anyways. Now, the Bane guy, I'm just going to say the guy who plays him has Hugo Weaving, or whatever his name is. Is that the guy who played it? His speech pattern down, Smith's speech pattern down like crazy. Like, like that was really good acting. It was. I think that guy was really good. I mean, I was a fan of that. And, you know, you're right about one thing, though. One? The, One? The Zion fight. No, a few things, but th- okay. this one particularly. The Zion thing, like you're talking about the ships in the fight, I find it pointless to show us, other than to have the action sequences maybe that you have a little bit later, but because the politics of it doesn't matter to me. Like, that's just busy work in the movie. Like, we, in the end, it means nothing that he stands in front of the council and says what he says, because nothing's going to happen, nothing's going to change their fate is still the way it is. They're going to still get through. And the only hope you have is the one you have in a way that I guess I can make this movie predictable, but at the same time, they should just never have shown it to us. They should have focused more on being outside of Zion and only went to Zion when the actual breakthrough happened. You know, we don't need to see the lead up to anything and all that shit. We didn't need to, we need to see that little guy running around carrying ammo, you know, that type of shit. Well, it sets the scene, okay? You did need to see him do that. Yeah. So he could be yeah, tri- well, I triumphant guess so. later. He yeah. opens the fucking true. gate. So we did. Yeah, and I will say the, the commander looks better in this movie than he did the last one, though. He does seem a little more like a human in his reactions and does the right thing. He's a little bit better. I mean, other than his incessant whining about ships, well, he's pretty good. That's because now he's really getting into the shit storm, so... Balls to the wall. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. Now, I want to get to this. Neo, I complained about it in the last movie a little bit, and I complained about it at the end of the, the original Matrix. But the love story of Neo and Trinity um, seems yeah. like it's the core of all of this. It ends up being that. It was a little hokey at the end of the first movie with the little kiss thing and how she whispers into his ear and, could have just fucking kissed him right away, but hey, what am I saying? And then, you know, in the last one where he... Pulls a bullet out of her. takes Doesn't take the deal. Yeah, pulls the bullet out of her. Kind of, eh, you know, it's all right. But this one, you know, this one, it, it, it seemed better. The, the It seemed like they got it right in this because movie. Do you think they got it right in think this they got one it, compared to the other two? You think they got it right because she died? Well, we haven't gotten that far, but... I'm just but, saying. Uh, but, but I meant like, Spoiler. like, like you can, yeah. So I mean, I'm just saying, like, like they seem like the the relationship isn't as forced on us, like a sex scene in the grotto of Zion that, that we didn't need. Like, I just feel that this one it was more natural. That's all. They got it right. It felt more natural. The reactions and the things they do throughout this. I think that's because it, it just does. They've evolved. Their love has blossomed. How about that? Yeah. Their love has blossomed. <laughs> the blossom. Now, what's sad, though, is I call it No Eyes Neo. Yeah. No Eyes Neo is a sad sight. That sucks. And he can't even see it. It sucks. That sucks. 
But he's like some Jesus-like dude. He's like a Jesus dude, and though. And then Trinity dies, and he doesn't even get to see her take her last breath. And you're ahead of us again. We haven't even gotten there yet. But oh, hey, people right. know. Come on. <laughs> you know, but I was telling you about the, the kid the in the uh, when they show Zion, and they show that kid who's like a, a Neo super fanboy. fan. Fanboy, yeah. Yeah, he has the worst job. Like, that is has to be the worst job in that place, is taking that ammo out on those carts and loading up into those yeah, mech warriors. he's not even supposed to have a job. He's too young. So he's just trying to get in and do anything. Anything I do, help the team, coach, you just let me know. He's just, he wants hey, to be Rudy. any man, woman, and child. He's Rudy. The commander would have, he's Rudy. The commander would have him out there, remember? I just want to help the team. <laughs> Put me on practice squad. You can punch me and tackle me uh, but all he's, day. But he's, but. But that's got to suck going out there and seeing all those dead uh, sentinels on the ground and those dudes sitting there shooting them. Yeah. And, you know, and you see other people getting picked up and whisked away. I mean, that you just got to be scared shitless. I'd be pissing down my leg probably, just saying it. You know? Hey, it's fight or flight. Maybe my purpose was – maybe if your purpose is true and you're committed to your cause, you wouldn't feel that way. Right, which he is. Yeah. I think he's a little which scared, he is, but so. he's still – All right, are you, He's just, he owes Neo his life. He's going to do anything he can. He just wants an autograph. He's got to get, any day after the time Neo saved him is a bonus. Uh, Niobe and Morpheus rush towards Zion in the MC, or the hammer, to aid the human defenses. Zion's shipyard is overwhelmed by a horde of sentinels, and the fatally wounded Captain Mifune instructs Kid to open the gate for the hammer. When it arrives, it discharges its EMP, disabling all the Sentinels present, but also Zion's remaining defenses. So they're fucked. The humans are forced to retreat and wait for the next attack, thinking it will be their last and final ultimate stand. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, you get the hard-ass captain. I like that guy. You know, he's, he's pretty oh, he's cool. He's ready to go to war. He's pretty cool. The uh, mech army is pretty cool, though. I mean, that reminds me of video games that I play that you have that, and you always like that feeling of, being this big thing that can shoot whatever and um and doing all that. It's pretty cool. I like it. it has that, you know, video game feel. Which is probably why it was popular. Yeah. That's probably why it was popular. But um I like I do like the run the ship running where Niobe takes over and her and Morpheus are piloting it. I do like that little battle there. That did have a very Star Wars esque like Millennium Falcon running type of feel, did it not? <laughs> it did. Not that it's a ripoff of Star Wars or anything, but yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah, not that not that it is, but it is. <laughs> but it is. So I just want to say the um the one thing I don't understand is how do they how did they come up with the weapons they created? How did they plan for an attack that they have never seen? Like they didn't know how they were gonna come in there and they didn't know that that digger was gonna dig through and then go down to the bottom, grow arms and try to dig again we've never as far as we know with they the machines have never been in there so they wouldn't know what an attack would look like as far as we know they've never seen that they're just coming out guns blazing mm-hmm. they're just right they're gonna do whatever they can they're gonna shoot whatever the fuck comes in yeah but but they had those girls running around with those rocket launchers targeting the the diggers when they went to the bottom you know, so to me, it was like, how did they know that that was going to happen if they've never seen it? That's why that's a hole. I know well, it's maybe they have intel I on shouldn't. it. Yeah. How do you know they don't? Yeah, maybe. Well, you're right. Well, if 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 they took the deal, the the previous iteration of the one, they may have written down things they knew from the last there battle. You like go. you know, hey, they made cliff notes. That that would they made the cliff notes yeah. five versions five versions ago. Which means, well, I'm just going to say this, though. So you're telling me this has happened five other times and you haven't gotten better at it? Maybe they have. Maybe each time they survived like five seconds longer. Are you saying this is the best <laughs> version? <laughs> I'm surprised. <laughs> this is the best it gets? Oh, hey, they shit. don't know what they did before. Yeah, well. They don't, know that, they don't know that they're the sixth iteration of this. They just are going with it. The, the they do they have to because the one selects the twenty three people to go with them so they would know that they were selected because they yeah. didn't die but the one wasn't there so he couldn't tell them this is what you need to do next time because this is what happens when they break in and 
come and fuck you in the ass because he wasn't there to see that. So he didn't know. So he couldn't prep them for that. So they still don't know how so they're still a hole defending themselves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, um, so, now the, the battle was kind of cool. There were some cool moments. Like I said, the girl shooting the leg of the digger was a pretty nice moment. However, um, later on her dying kind of sucked, you know, that, that really did. It did. I didn't like that. And then the captain, it sucks what happened to him. You know, they tell him to go open the gate and that face gash. That was some good. I think that'd be horror movie worthy. Oh, that was, that was some shit right there for sure. That was pretty grotesque. Um, now I got one question though. This is one thing, regardless of kind of going along with your, they didn't know what to expect or anything. Regardless of that, they're robot suits. Okay. Shooting you're, you're in it with the joysticks and all that. Yeah. One thing I don't get about those suits and uses body motion. Cause remember he said right, to himself right. in his head, lean forward. So you obviously yeah. it knows how you move. Go ahead. What I don't get is these are built with ample rounds of ammunition. So these are designed for a shootout. So why would you not build them with some kind of protective shield over where the person's sitting? Your cockpit, a cockpit. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, I'm serious. Like you're in the open in the, like the middle, <laughs> like one shot, you're done. Why is there nothing covering you? Some kind of dome, some NASA <laughs> plastic or some shit. I don't get it. Yeah. 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 I, I agree. Why is there um, no kind of fucking shield on you? You're just like, seriously. I thought of that when I like, saw it. I was like, spread uh, Eagle for the world. So fucking bullet can ricochet and get you in the nuts. Maybe they, they don't have a way to make a bulletproof glass or anything. So, cause you need to be able to see to, to know where you're shooting and, and they need to have vision to go all the way around. So uh, they did, if they put one on there, That's fine. guess what? Is it better? I don't you know, know what build up fucking armor around you up to your head. At least you got most of you covered. How about that? You yeah. can be like Batman. Your face is exposed, but everything else is covered. Yeah. Which I still don't understand why nobody ever put a bullet in Batman's mouth. That would have ended that. I don't want to get started <laughs> Fuck on that. Yeah, I got I don't dark want to get, quick, man. I don't want to get that started on that. It's just always Batman's like, his face is right there. You just shoot that. But no, we got to shoot all over the bat suit and fail. <laughs> you're, you're just, you're bare form. Okay, so uh, I do want to say one more thing. The commander, after they shot the MP off, he was a little harsh, but he was right. I mean, they're fucked. So, yeah. you know, that's like I said, he got better. I mean, you sort of understand him a little more and you, he comes a better character in this movie than he was in the last one. Last one, you just feel like a belligerent asshole. This one, he, you feel his reasons when things happen. Yeah. Like we're seeing the cause and effect of the things that he was talking about. And so it's a little better. He becomes a little more vindicated, I guess you would say. The Logos is attacked by missiles outside of the machine city, causing it to crash, fatally wounding Trinity. Neo enters the Machine City and encounters the leadership of the machines in the form of the Deuce Ex Machina. Neo warns that Smith plans to conquer both the Matrix and the real world and offers to stop Smith in exchange for peace with Zion. The Deuce Ex Machina agrees, and the Sentinels stop attacking Zion. There we go. So, this is where... This is interesting. This is where it is not like Star Wars. (laughs) This is not... Not at all. Uh, but the the Machine City that they had it in the construct and they showed them what it looked like. But uh, I wonder what it is like seeing it real, like you know, seeing all those fields and seeing the big towers in the distance and all that shit. What do you? I mean, that'd be kind of intimidating, wouldn't it? A little trippy. Yeah, this is like yeah, this whole scene with Neo and it's it's like the Wizard of Oz. It's like he sees the great and all powerful yeah. Oz. Yeah, I wish that behind Oh, it, he's following the yellow... I, I've now just went, I'm the great and powerful Oz. I wish they'd shown just some little dipshit behind there, behind a little screen. <laughs> yeah, that's funny, though, that you say that. That's the, the great and powerful Oz. But how does a machine represent itself? It has to show you the way you understand things, not the way it understands. So it shows you a face mm-hmm. when it really doesn't have one. So think of well, it that way. It's no, I, I think of it like, you know, the little push pin things 
Oh yeah. That you put your hand in, makes the shape. That you it. put your hand you put in, your and... face on. <laughs> yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm king of the machines. <laughs> R R R. Feed me oh, gasoline. Oh man, Corona times to stop that. Ah, I I I eat metal. R. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> I just want to say a couple things. As they get close to Machine City, they get attacked. The shot of the sky when they get up above the burnt. That has to be both one of the most extraordinary moments of your life if you're Trinity, but one of oh. the most brief moments of your life. Yeah. Because she saw something that no one has seen. Blue sky. That's human since they scorched the sky. And I don't know how, how many years that's been, right? Because we don't 90s. really know. Since the 90s. Since the 90s. So so it's, so it's you haven't seen a real sky. You haven't seen a real sky Blue since. Blue sky forever. I mean, that. You haven't seen a real sky since they had pop-up video on VH1. It's been that long. Pop-up video. Yeah. When they get, when they wreck, this is where I think the best acting of Keanu comes out is when she's fatally wounded and she's, you know, this, I thought this moment was less corny than all the other moments that we shared with them. Um, Cause like I said, they were trying too hard to shove that relationship in her face. This felt so genuine that she was dying and that's what she would want. And yeah. so it felt right, right? Well, like it felt right. I gotta tell you, anybody that can cry with no eyes, that's some acting right there, first of all. You have Your the, well, melted, you can cry with that. Still with, cry. Second. He might still have tear ducts in there. I gotta go back to our Home Alone episode when Joe Pesci gets the blowtorch to the head. That's what he should have looked like in real life had he gotten the blowtorch to the head. Oh, he yeah. should look like Neo. <laughs> Neo's face. That's what would have happened. Yeah. Yes. Neo's face should have been Joe <laughs> yes. Pesci's head in Home Alone. Sorry, go ahead. I digress. So if you could have the choice when you die, would you want to be kissing your partner when you die? As you die. Well, what would your alternative be? What would you want to do while you're dying? A kiss before dying? I don't dying? know what the is alternative that, is. Is that what you're saying? having that. A kiss before dying? Yeah. Yeah. Or a kiss during dying? <laughs> now, I am your podcast partner, but I don't know if I want to do this for you. Just letting you know. Kiss I'll do it if death. I have to. I don't want that. I don't want that. Kiss you. No, oh, kiss you to death. I will kiss you to death. If Please don't me. ever. Please don't ruin my life <laughs> on earth. Like I don't no. want to take that to the afterlife. Did you notice at all? <laughs> I do not want to take your Cheeto breath to the afterlife. Don't worry, you wouldn't. Oh, no, that would be just the last thing you experienced, and then that's it. Would you? Um, but did you? Did you notice how nothing was beautiful in the machine world? Like it didn't have to be. Nothing looked. Nice, those machines polished, clean. Well, because they don't care. I mean, they oh, only care so they that it works. They weren't walking yeah. around all spiffy like RoboCop and shit. You're saying it's just dirty. Yeah, machines. they live digital lives. They live, they live in a thing. They aren't the thing. You know what I mean? They're yeah. they're really a program in this world. So they don't have a vision of themselves like that. They don't have a residual self image like that. That's just a shame um, because they don't. That's not fair to the machines. Yeah. But they do have hubris um, because that machine thinks he's the greatest thing there is. <laughs> I what I really love machines. about this scene. Uh, uh, uh. Go ahead. <laughs> what I really love about this is how he can just jack Neo right in there. Like, yeah. Doo -doo -doo, connects him up through all the holes. Not just the one hole. He connected all the holes. He's like the game genie. Yeah. He's, he's got game all genie. The, he's got do you remember all that? Fuck yes, he's got all the cheat codes. <laughs> oh, I used to have one of those. Oh, yes. A game genie. All right. He so is. You're up, man. You're like, up. Neo is just the regular cartridge that you got to blow into. That machine's the game genie. You put him in and then put him in and you do whatever you want. Okay. <laughs> so the machines provide a connection for Neo to enter the Matrix via the game genie, whose population has now been entirely assimilated by Smith. The Smith with the Oracle's powers steps forth, telling Neo that he has foreseen his victory against Neo. After a protracted fight, Neo appears to concede defeat and allows himself to be anal raped or assimilated by Smith. Outside the Matrix, the machines send a surge of energy into Neo's body, which inside the Matrix causes the Neo Smith clone, then all the other Smith clones, to be destroyed. The Sentinels withdraw from Zion, Morpheus, and Niobe embrace and Neo's lifeless body is carried away by the machines. Qui-Gon Jinn style. 
not a Star Wars ripoff. Why got Jin? Yeah, this uh, this ending, uh, this this part, it it gives us the the fight we were. It gives us a showdown we ultimately needed, which was him and Smith. Yeah. Although, let's just when we look at this, was it was it necessary? Now that we look at how it went down, like if all he had to do was let the dickhead assimilate him, and then the thing surges the energy, did we really need the rest of the fight? Maybe Neil wanted to try to take him down one more time himself. Well, yeah, I guess that's his hubris. No, I don't think I, I don't think Neo realized until that last second because he had that revelation. He's like, you're right. You know? Oh, you mean he didn't have the, like the end? Well, because the Oracle was know. still in there. I think that's what he knew. Like when he like when they get to the part where he's he the Smith says the line and he looks at himself like, why did I say that? You know? Yeah. Like he said the thing that neo had already heard and then i think that jogged his thing like oh i'm gonna make this choice and you know it was the right one jogged it was the right one the the thing i the thing i don't like about the fighting though is the flying fighting is just awful i hate it because it's so confusing and you really can't i don't like watching fights where they're flying in the air it's like goofy it's goofy shit that's i don't know all right just never looks right it never it never looks right that's just me okay well, it's one of those. The only thing about that, like, uh, it, it's all also like because it's all dark and shit, and you can't really see what's going on half the time. So everything happens so fast, and it's all dark yeah. and cloudy, you know. So that's yeah, hard. Yeah, to I I thought you know I did like the the climax of this. I like the way Neo got assimilated. It was sad for a moment, but I I mean I get it. But what I really enjoy is when they're done, and the little rookie guy, the kid, yeah, he's like Tiny Tim on Christmas running around it's over you know it's like it's over it's It's like like, the last ewok merry christmas yes ewok yeah um although i do love morpheus's first question is this real because it makes you wonder is any of it real (laughs) uh and and the last question we have on all this is what does happen to Neo's body? Because the machines have it. What are they doing with it? Is this like how we get the fourth movie? I mean, that's where we're starting to get into this. So, yeah. I would. That's interesting. Right. I wonder if that what? is. I wonder if that is what happens to the fourth movie. <laughs> I don't know. We're going to find out. I'm going to find out. I'm going to. I'm going to. Let me read this first. The Matrix is rebooted and the architect meets the Oracle in a park. They agree that the peace will last as long as it can and that those humans who desire it will be offered the opportunity to leave the Matrix. The Oracle tells Sati that she thinks they will see Neo again. Seraph asks the Oracle if she knew this would happen. She replies that she did not know, but she believed. So, there you go. So that's as long as it can. So this this left so much open for the future. We won. Yeah. We don't know what happened to Neo's body. They talk about, well, maybe... You know, it's like, yeah, I guess. And whoever wants to come out. And how do people know they want to come out till you ask them? Or I guess, you know, Neo always had that feeling. And some people always had that feeling they were in a thing. Well, um, they give you the red pill so you can see what's up. And if you don't want to come out, just take a blue pill. Call me in the morning. My thing is, though, and here's here's where I'm going to get a little dark on this. Okay. Shoot Batman in the face. That, those, that kind of dark? Yeah, shoot Batman. You got, you're fucking dark. <laughs> Uh, kind of. Um, so listen to it this way. Th- there are people like Neo who had that gnawing question and somehow felt something wasn't right. And that's why they needed to get out of the matrix. Right. Mm-hmm. But what's the, the, see the machines raised these humans. They're there. They made them. Yeah. So if who cares if all of them get released, if you don't need to release them all and they need the power to survive. So why would we be on a crusade to release all humans? That wouldn't be the right way because they weren't made by other humans. They were engineered by machines. So that's what I'm saying. It's like, I kind of don't, I'm kind of, it's in a quandary where you're in this moral dilemma where they're people, but they're not, it's like cows, right? Yeah. That's what it is. We're cows and we're supplying beef for them to survive. Think of it that way. Do we think we need to free all the cows? There are some people who do, and there will always be a contingency. But there are some people that feel, eh, we can take care of that. It's ours. I don't you know? know. Maybe like so I'm saying. All, all the people that are in the Matrix that are rich and have like 
the good life, yeah. maybe they don't want to leave. Oh, the one percent stays. Maybe in the there's going to be people Everyone that don't. Leaves. There could be people that just don't want to leave. They're like, no, it's good here. I'm happy. Jeff Bezos would not leave the Matrix. No. <laughs> You'd be like, fuck you. Yeah. Mark Zuckerberg <laughs> would not leave the Matrix. Think about this. When this movie was made, they were barely a speck on the wall. Yeah. Think about that. They weren't. They weren't in the Matrix yet. I mean, Amazon was there, but but not where they're at now. <laughs> The thing is, is the uh, Oracle, she planned this whole thing so the machines and the Matrix would coexist, though. So somehow they got to find that harmony. And I'm hoping that's what we learn in the next one. Um, And then did you think at the end, the Oracle asked Sati, did you do that? Did she make the sunrise that collar somehow? Sati, did she make that happen? Because she said she did it for Neo. Yeah, she put out the good vibes. That's why I'm like, "That, that was fucking weird, man. I was like, that. I guess maybe she has some powers, too. Kind of like that kid who could bend spoons. Yeah, she's one of those. Maybe we're learning a little more than we she's need. She's not the one. She's just yeah. one of the ones of the other ones. One of the other ones. <laughs> she's a special program. That way, yeah. you know, maybe maybe she's going to be in this next one. Ooh. Ooh. Because she was young, and that'll be a grown-up girl. You know, be, who knows who it'll be. All right, are you ready for your fun times, good times six-packing it? I'm ready. Uh, my first one, um, the final fight with Smith, even though they've all been punch you, punch you, kick you, kick you, kick you, punch, punch, up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B, A, start. Nothing's going to happen. The final fight was yeah. epic, though, even though it did have some issues, like you said, the flying around and whatever. But it was pretty damn epic. In the rain, it was cool. That was the best yeah. best fight it scene was. of the series. Digital rain. All right. Digital rain, bitch. Here we go. And I'm going to reiterate this. I said it earlier. I'm going to say it again. How it started. I like that we didn't start balls to the wall action. I like that we got to ease into it and get more story and and then get to some action. Like it wasn't the action wasn't what drove the movie. It was the story. It felt like that's what I like about it. Uh, the Merovingian getting his ass served by Trinity. Finally, that's funny. Gun to the head. Think I that was do good. It? I'll do it. I will. He finally had a cave. Yeah, he did. He did. He he. Well, he underestimated the. You know, he wasn't willing to trade himself. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. You always got to put somebody to prop at a proposition they don't want to be in, and that's what she did. She made him choose between himself and killing her. I've already said this. Uh, I liked it earlier. I'm going to just once again, Bane, the the guy who played him, that character. Yeah, um, that was actually a great bad guy, and I'm kind of disappointed, you know, that we didn't get more of that. You know, what that he did? was really interesting. You know, what what? he did. He assimilated Smith. Oh, oh, yeah. Ooh. He assimilated oh. him. He went backwards. Oh, he went backwards. Zooey, I bet the guy's personality was awful before Smith took him over. I mean, I bet I bet some dork until Smith took him over. You think so? so? Niobe going all the last starfighter with her flying. That was some badass flying. Nobody can fly like that through the poop tunnels. I love the last starfighter. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> you love the last starfighter? Yeah. You love that movie? Told okay. you this. I love I've that movie. Told you this before. Are you kidding me? Have you? I yeah, don't remember. I'm sure I have. I'm sure I have. I, I would say what you're right. When they the moment that it was interesting is when she did that maneuver. Yeah, where she went up and it did the little swan dive back down, and that guy's like, "I didn't know the ship could do that." Yeah, that was that was. I loved. Awesome. Uh, she's got a she's got a heavy ass when she's trying to. Yeah. Get, <laughs> well, or she's got a fat ass or whatever she said. And then Morpheus, Morpheus is like trying to be the best goose he can, but <laughs> he can't keep up. No, she, he's trying, she, but he ain't she no goose. out flying what that ship can do, but she's still doing it. Out kicking her coverage on that one. Yes. Um, yeah. My last one is the Neo and Trinity farewell. Like, like I said, it was the most believable romantic interaction between them, even though she dies in it. Nice. It, but it had the most heart, it had the best acting, the most heart from any of the other interactions, in my opinion. Is that what you think? I don't know. Well, probably we'll don't find care. Out. We'll find out. Okay. Are you ready for your generic? Then? I sure am. <laughs> All right. 
not my main generic. One side, I got to say, is, and like you talked about the Star Wars thing where you hardly see Nuke, there was too much Luke. There was too much of a gap with no Neo during the war, the fight and everything. I did not care for that. Yeah. There was too much no Neo. But my generic is going to be the Neo and Trinity farewell. Oh! Not because of... No! No. Not because of, like, your reasoning for loving it. The generic to me is Trinity held on for way too fucking long with 14 giant metal rods impaling her. Oh, yeah. Held on way too long. I'm sorry. No. There's not enough time to make that speech. You're dead. You're dead on impact. Yeah. I'm just saying. I'll give you that. You know what? I'll give you the... (laughs) Impaled by six bars before or something like that. he saved her last one, she gets one bullet in the tummy and she's dead before that. This 14 metal rods all up in my shit. Every crevice. And I still hold on long enough to give this speech. It, keep talking. Uh, uh, no. Kiss I'm not, me. I'm not dead yet. Kiss me. I gotta stay. <laughs> Kiss me one more time. Oh. Uh. Still hanging on. Well, I'm not dead yet. I am. Uh, you know what? <laughs> it's like fucking uh, Deadpool too. Oh, <laughs> when well, got, I was gonna say it's like uh, Pee Wee Herman and uh, in the Buffy Deadpool? the Vampire Slayer. Or, or yes, yes, <clears throat> that one too. That's the other one I said. Oh, oh, ah, ah, oh, ah. Yes. So that's my generic. Uh all right, I got you one here. I got you. I got you. I'm going to give you two, actually. Oh, no. Double shot. No, stop. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> okay, so um, some aged CGI. So, yeah. is, you know, they, if it were made now, we wouldn't complain about it because the CGI is so much better. But in 10 years from now, we're probably 20 years from now, we'll probably look at that and go, oh, that looked awful. That's just, yeah. But there's some age CGI. I know, but I have to point out because it bothers me. Just does. Um, At the time, it did. And the other thing is, yeah, well, it did actually at the time. That's the thing. That's one of the problems. Oh, you're so bougie. Um, Because when I can tell something is fake, it just bothers me. Um, Now, this movie, it's a long movie. And. That's this is my other complaint. I think this three uh, movie trilogy would be better as a Netflix series now, honestly. Yeah. With the characters they have, like a cast, and being able to go from ship to ship and maybe tell a different story each episode till you culminate into the final event. This would be the perfect Netflix series, in my opinion. Right. But it was made when they didn't have that luxury. I know that. They could remake it, though. Yeah, but see, you wouldn't like that because you'd want to see it in the theater. True, I get that, but I'm just saying, but I understand it would be better served for the story. So do you think Netflix needs to start opening movie theaters so you can have the theater experience watching Netflix movies? <laughs> well, they do put movies out into the theaters, but not shows. Like, they do put some of the, their movies in the theaters, but not but all I'm saying, of them. Like, think of that, that, so. like, Netflix would have a theater and play Netflix movies. That'd be weird. be trippy. But who picks it? I mean, because, you know, that's the whole point of streaming is getting what you want when you want it. It would have to be so popular like Tiger King or something that all right, somebody maybe wants just, it all the time. No, maybe you just go and you can pick whatever you want on Netflix, but watch it on the theater screen. That really won't work. Though, all right. You'd have to all get right. a group of people to agree on the same thing to watch. <laughs> I'll work on that. All right. Are you ready for are you ready for some facts? I'm ready. OK, we already talked about that. The movies were shot back to back. They were, it took them 270 days, by the way. In addition to cutting-edge CGI technology, the production included the use of some impressive miniatures, such as the dock door of Zion, which was a one-tenth scale model. Still, the scale of the door was astonishing as this miniature was 30 feet high and 40 feet wide. That was a miniature, 30 feet high and 40 feet wide. Uh, A custom telescoping rig called the tuning fork was created to enable one or two stuntmen to twirl multiple times in midair while fighting one another. So they created a thing so they could do those airborne fights to make that happen. So there you go. We already talked about Gloria Foster. All right. So the God machine face 
mm-hmm. was remo- was modeled after the Wachowski's own infant nephew. The child was filmed performing a number of facial expressions, and the sentinel swarms were then animated to recreate them for the character Dusex Machina. The character was voiced by Kevin Michael Richardson. You know what I would have preferred? So that's what? A William Shatner mask. That wasn't lost because they threw it away after the filming and they never could reproduce the mask properly? They could have okay. done, should have done that. Um, yeah, you didn't know I knew shit. You didn't know I knew shit. Hey. I know you know shit. Hey. Just usually come at like me. dumb shit that doesn't make Well, come at me with Halloween. I don't care. I wanted to do Halloween this year. You chose not to. We'll do it. Okay. After being rescued from Limbo, Neo goes to visit the Oracle one last time. Besides telling him that everything that has a beginning has an end, she also tells him what Smith intends to do. So that's what she tells him. In the background of the scene is an old jazz standard. I'm beginning to see the light by Ella Fitzgerald. Neo must be a slow learner to take a while to see the actual light. Another version of the same song was playing in the Oracle's home in the original Matrix. So the same song was playing in both movies. Full circle. And Neo just never notices never it. And that's all up. I've got for facts because these were, there's not a lot because they were shot back to back. You know, they share a lot of things. Yeah. So, um, there you go. Uh, so are you ready to rate this thing? Rate it up. For me, this was, it was good. And it's kind of like, it's really weird to me because I, I do like this better than the second one. It's just kind of, it's funny how they shot them back to back. So it's almost one continuous movie at that point doing the two back to back. But I did like this one. It was a, a good end to the trilogy. I didn't like it. I mean, I it's a little, there's things they could have done better, but I did, I did think it was, it was a good third installment. So basically for me, I gave the first one 18 cans. The second one I dropped to 15. This one I'm going to actually give just below the first one. I'll go 17.5. So that's where I'm at. That's that's interesting. All right. All right. Okay. So I, I got, I'll, I'll give you my review and I'll tell you my surprise that I was going to tell you. For me, this movie succeeds for me where Reloaded lost me. Um, and reflecting on that, I think I should have scored Reloaded lower. So I want to change my score to that movie. You're going to change a score? I, Yeah, I used my heart a little bit with that movie rather than using my mind and understanding how it fit into the trilogy. So I want to lower it to 15.5. Hold on, which one? Reloaded? Because it is Reloaded. Reloaded. You're Reloaded. 15.5? Yes, you, because a big this... Is, go ahead. That's a big drop. You know well, this well, I'm about to I'm about to get into why. Okay, go ahead. This is a far superior movie to that movie, and it was surprising to me how bad it was on Rotten Tomatoes. I, I'm like totally on a different place, I guess, than whoever those people were that reviewed it back then, because I don't know what they're seeing. Um, the story moved better, and the action seemed to be a part of the story instead of shoehorned into it. So it was like like that's the problem with Reloaded is it's. It's like the story, you get it, but it the shoehorned action in there to make it feel like you're watching a blockbuster until you got there. It could have been a five-minute movie if they'd have just done a little bit less. Um, I like, So like I said, maybe it didn't need a second movie. They could have done this all in one big movie. But it was more. this one was more natural. It was more emotional. So for that, I give it, and I believe that's just below my, just like you, I give it 18.5 cans. So it's just below the Matrix score, I believe. Now, I think I gave it 19 or something. The Matrix, or, you gave it 20. 22 to the first Matrix. 22, yeah, yeah, yeah. So our yeah, average... Because it's, it's, a, it's a... 18. So basically, average-wise, the original, our average is 20. Reloaded, 15.25. Because Numbnuts here thinks it's okay to change his score after we already did the episode. And then the last one, 18. So up, down, up. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds about right. As it should be. The the sequel, the second one just and when you look back at it just wasn't anywhere near as good as this one um or the first one. And it's sad because it there are elements of it that were good, but it, it didn't execute. I think the problem they had when that one was the Zion problem for me. It's the 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 
the musical orgy or whatever it was. Yeah. The rave. I don't know what it was. You know, the, there's that. It's just, you know, the, the politics of it wasn't great compared, you know, this one, they, they had it, but they didn't have it so heavy handed. Yeah. It was more of a reaction than a, than a, than the, you know, it's like the chief of police yelling, quit being the bad guy. That's kind of how it felt the last one, you know, like it was more of, it just wasn't good. So this so is a good overall, movie. This is overall, a good movie. There's people are wrong. A good hour or two that you could have cut out of the trilogy is what we're saying. Or done it differently. Like I said, if you do this as a series, if you do the Netflix series, you could do it as 10 episodes and you could probably stretch it out that long. And you could, because you could do some character study as well in there. And so to me, that could happen. That, that, that would be, this would be a great, but it'll never happen. But, it, but this would be great for that. And, and people would watch it. People would be all over that. They'd be all over that. Like, you know, this, the way they wrote this, though, you could say it's the eighth iteration, iteration of the one. And you could start there. You could say, hey, this is the eighth iteration. We're starting this as a series. Or you could just even do a series as more of like a prequel and follow each oh, character. Yeah, yeah. The, the got, previous ones. How they got to this point with Morpheus, Trinity, you know. Oh, and yeah, I, yeah. Do a prequel. I would, I would love a fucking Netflix series just to find out how Morpheus scored those glasses. <laughs> yes, yeah. 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 You're right. You're right. I Here's now. Now we're going to now. We're done with this one. The next one's coming out. There's some questions I'm going to have. Like, is it the 20th century still? So that means the technology has to stay 20th century and they make the movie. You know what I mean? Like, is it still that the height of civilization? You know, or are yeah. they going to progress this to where people are going to have no. smartphones and shit now? Well, now that there's peace between the machines, you can advance. What century is it? And what kind of shit are we going to because have? Because if right. not, <laughs> if they're still talking the same century, you're going to be screwed over because they're going to have to use the same CGI tricks and it's not going to look that good. No, the making the movies. Because you have to keep it consistent. <laughs> it has to look like easy. the other ones if they're going to stay in the same century. It has to look like the other ones. Oh, fuck you. You can't triple stamp a double <laughs> yeah. stamp. You can't triple stamp a double stamp. All right. So that's it. That's the trilogy that's as it? it is right now. It's going to be a quadrilogy here in a minute because this is going to come out, I believe, a few days before. Am I right? The I don't remember the timing of this. Yeah. So this is going to come out the week before. So you know, watch the new one. We're going to review that, but it's going to take a couple weeks because, you know, we're going to find the time. There's never to, any time. Do I don't that. have time to study. I'll never get into Stanford. <laughs> oh, wait, I just need, I just need one of these pills. <laughs> Blue or red, Jesse. Okay. Thank you guys for listening. I do apologize for those of you that listened to the matrix reloaded through the whole thing and thought you got the scores that we mm-hmm. gave it, but not only to find out that Mike decided to change his fucking score for the last movie on this episode, but now we have our scores and we are not touching them because I clicked the save button and I will not undo them. Thank you again for listening. Check us out. Go to the website. <laughs> leave some comments. Follow us. Let us know what you'd like us to review. Buy some stuff and we'll see you next time. So to popcultureclub.com. Buy stuff.